0: Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Oh, 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 oh. End of messages. Hey, wait, he wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, apps are fucking looting free. Norm Augustinas. Ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, something incredible happened to me, fuckstick. I mean, something so incredible, something so odd, something so different from the usual shit I do. And I do different stuff, man. Something so sensational, man. It's a fucking bizarreness and climactic in every way. And it just, it just involved me going to the mailbox. You know what a fucking mailbox is? I don't know if you live in an apartment, shit, you, you have a mailbox, you gotta walk downstairs or some lobby or something like that. I have a mailbox. But what happened to me, then we gotta move on. We gotta talk about other stuff. What happened to me was so incredibly different, so sexually arousing, that what I wanna tell you here now, this at this beginning of this recording, I'm asking you please, don't pop a rod as I'm telling this story. I don't want you popping a rod. This ain't some kind of fucking fruit show for fruities. This ain't fruity show, fruit. I don't want that. This is a man show. I'm telling you this because it's this actually happened. And it's different and exciting and new. And I never would have ever thought that something like this could have happened. But this just shows you what a woman can do, what a woman is capable of. And of course they're capable of that. It's involves sex. It's involves sexuality. It involves lust and desire and drive and obsession. That's what this little thing happened as I was going to my mailbox and I never expected it. Never. Never expected what I'm going to tell you now. Of course it involves a woman. And of course a woman would do this. And why? Because a woman is filled with fucking hundreds if not thousands of eggs. It's in her cunt right now. If you unzipped a bitch right now, all her eggs would come out and they would fill her entire stained mattress, or cum-stained mattress. They'd just be all these undulating, bubbling, fucking throbbing, vibrating eggs on top of her mattress, come all over it, and her eggs. That's what's inside a woman. If you understood that, if you approached a woman in that way, you'd really know what they are. They can't think. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And whatever they do, they're not pretending. They're not performing. That's all women do. They mimic whatever they see around them. Walking around with hundreds, you know, a woman has got fucking like a million eggs in her when she's a baby or a kid. And those eggs start to disappear. And by the time you get her, that bitch has been shedding eggs all, oh, fuck all over the place. She had a million eggs in her. You mean her, she's got 300,000 eggs in her cunt. They've just been coming out on every period, and she's been dropping them everywhere like a fucking frantic, a frantic fanny. She doesn't fucking know what's going on. I got to get dick. She's just looking for some dick. She's filled with eggs, and they can't think because they got to get cum in them. They're filled with eggs. The bitch you want, the chick you meet at the bar, the chick you meet at some fucking club. I don't know where you're going. Going to bingo or some shit, wherever you go. There she sits smiling at you, but she really can't think. She's like a clogged artery. Clogged arteries have calculus in them, and eventually they close, and the guy has a heart attack, or the woman has a heart attack. That's the same fucking thing going on with a woman. She's got so many goddamn eggs in her, she's a clogged artery of, like, calculus. Only it's eggs. She can't think, man. All they want to do is fuck, and I find this out. Because I'm open to this stuff. You don't see it. You don't see it. You don't want it. I'm open to it. I'm walking out to the mailbox. I'm open to shit. I'm looking in the sky. I see birds, and I believe that I can call the bird. And in my mind, I think the bird will land on my shoulder. I believe this is possible, and I do it every day I go out. I'm commanding a bird to land on my shoulder. I'm commanding a bird to land on my arm. Come and land on my arm. I command you, because everything is fucking possible on this planet. When I'm walking alongside the river or alongside this lake behind my house, I say to myself, there's a fucking monster in there. He's going to come out on the side of the lake and there, something's going to happen. There's going to be an altercation. Some kind of a monster is going to come out there like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I honestly believe this. Sometimes a shit happens. When I walk around, I think I'm standing on rocks that are fucking a billion years old. Nobody thinks of that. I'm on a rock right now that's a billion years old. I think I'm going to pick it up and throw it. I interrupted its trajectory, its path, its destiny. I was a part of that. So now I'm walking to the mailbox, fuckhead. I'm walking to the mailbox to get the mail. And why am I walking to the mailbox to get the mail? Because the first thing in the morning, which I have to walk about an eighth of a mile down a dirt road to get to my mailbox, I'm so rural. The first thing in the morning I do is think this. I'm how many restraining restraining orders I got. How many personal protection orders do I have? How many court orders? How many attorney letters are in the fucking mailbox? I want to get them right away and get them settled in my mind and get on with whatever it is I have to do, be it working on the boat or going fishing or, or whatever it is I have to do, going metal detecting, taking up my airplane. I really don't know. But I want that shit out of the way so I can compartmentalize the rest of my day. So there I am. There's your correspondent, Norm Augustinus. That's me. Tall, thin, sexy. And that's the truth. I really am the recipe of what fucking people want to be in America. Chicks think I'm sexy. They want to hump me. They want to fucking suck me. They want to bull me. They don't want to do that with you. They don't think you're sexy. They think you're ugly and bald. And you are. But with my techniques, with my thinking with my positive sexual infusement into your fucking basic shell. You could become more. You could become much more. So as I'm walking out to the mailbox, I'm thinking of all the things I just told you. When I get to the mailbox, there's the mail lady's truck, and there's an orangish-yellowish kind of light on top of the truck, and it's blinking. That means, warning, this this truck has stopped. This is the mail lady. The mail lady's putting mail in the mailbox, and she doesn't want you to to rear-end her. That's what she's hoping doesn't happen. They drive her around in a mail truck all fucking day, all eight hours a day. A male woman, a male person, in a truck driving around in the middle of nowhere with nothing to occupy her mind, especially in a rural area like where I live in, in the middle of nowhere. The canvas in her mind... All she does is fill it with sexual situations. All she does is fill it with a cock in her ass, a cock in her cunt, a cock in her ear, a cock blowing cum into her nasal passages, a cock in her other ear, a cock rubbing or actually rubbing across her forehead with residual cum on it. Across her eyes as one eye closes, the other eye closes, and they snap open as you're running like a fucking magic marker or some kind of marker pen across her face. Like you're cleaning up in a diner. That's all they think about is shit like that again and again and again. Women give them give their all for fucking dick. I mean think about a woman. She'll she'll dye her hair with chemical processed shit. Chinks make this shit in a factory in Taipei or China. This hair dye. She'll dye her hair till every fucking hair is gone. Till she's a bald idiot. Embarrassment to everyone around her. Because all she wanted is people to think she was young. Men to think she was young. And that she could get that dick rubbed across her face. Pushed into the side of her cheekbone. Pushed under her chin. Pushed into the back of her head. This dick. So they'll go bald looking for dick. Because they want dick. Dick. They want truckloads of dick, abundant amounts of dick. They want fucking train cars, 200 cars being pulled by a fucking diesel train engine filled with dick, don't they? They want fucking big cargo planes filled with soldiers with big dangling dongs that are in the fucking plane, and they're going to land in her yard. They're going to parachute down and give her dick. This is all they want. That's all they think about. Imagine the mind of a postal lady, a post office delivery lady. Try to imagine that. She's doing her all. She's giving her all. She's bouncing up and down on that chair. There's maybe only a couple of hundred eggs left in her cunt. And those couple of hundred eggs, the less eggs a woman gets in that cunt, the hornier she gets, the more drive she has, the more sexually fucking active they become. The eggs are telling her, you're almost out. Get some dick. Get some dick, get some dick, get some dick, hurry up, hurry, get, get some dick, bitch, hurry the fuck up. The less eggs there are. When they got more eggs, they can fuck around a lot. Girl's 17 years old, a chick, she's got fucking 700,000 eggs in her cunt, 600,000 eggs. She can take her time and just fuck around with dick, mosey around town, sitting on the dock of a bay and all that shit. The less eggs, the hornier they get. Always remember that. It's a very important thing to know. You seeing a woman about thirty-five, thirty-seven? There's hardly any eggs in that cunt anymore, and she's desperate for dick. She wants your dick. Quit dicking around, dick. Quit fooling around and get that pussy. Get it now. What are you waiting for? So, I'm walking to the post office. I mean, the mailbox. I'm thinking about fucking. I'm thinking about the mail. The restraining order. There's a personal protection order. When I get to the mailbox, now this woman, I should say, has been putting love notes in my mailbox for a year and a half. Sometimes the notes are scented with perfume, honest to God, and I know they're from her. She wants me. She thinks I'm sexy. She thinks I'm hot. Like all chicks, like I said earlier, I am the recipe of what people want to be. They don't want a bald idiot like you with snap-on tools and a fucking Dodge Ram. They don't want that shit, at least not, not to that stage. Eventually, they will want that. They'll see you with stability, and they'll say, fuck it, I'll just whack off my clit all the time in the basement by the sub pump. I got a big dong down there. It looks like a fucking rhinoceros horn. I'll pull that out of the rafters and fucking fuck off myself. And, oh, well, that's the way it is. At least I got housing. So she's been sending me love notes, notes in the mailbox, perfume notes, which is kind of nice. I kind of like that. Sometimes I don't like perfume. It depends. I've been with two or three women at one time. They're all wearing different perfume. It's all fucked up. It kind of screws you up, but it can be very annoying. You can get a headache, actually a headache in your head from this, this odor. So I get to the mailbox, and when I get to the mailbox, there she is. She's all and me, and how are you doing, Norman? And the way she says Norman, I don't ever hardly hear the name Norman. I hear Norm, but I hardly ever hear Norman. And the way she says Norman is kind of sexual, kind of feminine. She's doing it on purpose. And I know she's been in that truck. And as I've said many times before, that delivery truck, the U.S. mail truck, United States mail truck, USPS Postal Service. And I know she's been in that truck and she's been bouncing around in that truck. They're the junkiest ass trucks you've ever seen. They put shitty suspensions in it, junk ass suspensions. The seats are two dollar seats, and they put a special spring in that seat to get a woman off. It moves them around, bounces them around. It's on purpose because the truck's been designed by a man, and they figure she's just a commoner. Every fucking day, the board- of the bourgeoisie, whatever it is, the life that she has, at least we could do is give her a couple orgasms per fucking route, per delivery, or eight-hour shift, let her come here and there. She's bouncing around. Well, I don't think she's come because she's very, like, uh sexual towards me, and I can feel it straight away. And when she starts to come on to me, when we do our small talk, our chit-chat, our coffee clatch, whatever you, whatever you would call it, exchanging information, uh, con- just communicating. I look to the left and there's the field there. There's a field, the, the weeds are eight or ten feet high. It looks like the cemetery my grandparents are, were buried in. The fucking thing had to be moved, the fucking plot was filled with water, the cem- the, c- the, the coffin was underwater, That never maintained... It looks like that cemetery that I had to go to and have a lot of shit and trouble with. And to the right is a small wooded area. And I'm looking there as I'm smiling, shaking my head up and down. You never move your head left or right. This is automatic no. You don't want your head to go left. You don't want your head to go right. That means no. If I'm, I'm doing it right now, moving my head left and right. If I do that, I shut down the conversation immediately. If she does that, she shuts down the conversation immediately. You never want to move your head that way. You always want to move your head up and down. If you're trying to score some beaver, some fucking gash for some bitch that you're with, if you're trying to score that sink fucking sc- slam your scud in your cunt, your beaver buster, you fucking blow your two-part epoxy, your Abraham Lincoln log splitter, you want to fucking slam that in your cunt and really send it home splitter seam, you don't ever want to move your head left or right. That means no, that shuts down any conversation. It's a subconscious thing. The subconscious picks up on it. It sends it to the conscious mind. She's not even aware of what's going on, but you just shut down the whole fucking thing. If you want to fuck somebody in front of you, just move your head up and down like you're in agreement on every fucking thing she says, and then you'll get pussy. Now she thinks you're in synchronicity. You're synchronized. You're together. You're like thinkers. That's what they want. Remember, it's like two cells that have come together to fuck, They found each other. They're perfect fit. They absorb one another, and they were designed to work that way. Don't turn your head the other way. Keep your head going up and down. So that's what I'm doing, and we're talking. When we start talking, suddenly the talking stops. She's showing me mail, stuff like that, all kinds of inserts. She told me that some mail letters or some letters in her bag uh, came from a special sender that a sender is giving people a dollar. It's like some come on. There's actually cash in a letters. So I think they're $2 bills. This is what she told me. It's some, some business thing, some proposition, some sales thing, some advertisement. It's real money, but they want you to do something for the $2. And she's telling me about that. It seems like when she talked about the $2 and the cash, we had something going on, like a man and a woman, like I had made an exchange of legal tender. I always like giving a 17-year-old cash. If Say I'm at the supermarket and I give her cash. She doesn't know this, but I'm giving her cash, thanking her for my bag. But what I'm really doing is giving her money for her whoredom, for the whore in her. We have this unspoken thing. Here you go. Here's thanks for bagging my bags, packing my groceries. It's really a whoredom contract saying, thanks a lot, whore. You're going to be taking money from all the men you ever meet always, and I was one of them. It kind of feels good. So... As we're talking, I get this vibe, I get this sensation, and I can feel my dick start to inflate with blood. You know how that is. Now, I got a 15.5-pound dick. That's not a lie. I'm concerned about it because what happens if does a dick put weight on? What happens if my dick starts to put on weight? If my dick starts to put on weight, gain fat, fat cells or whatever you want, starts packing it and storing it there, I could end up with a 25-pound dick that's not funny anymore. That's not funny. That's not a joke. That's a hindrance. That's a handicap. And I don't want that. But I got a 15.5 pound dick. And I know that. And I talk about this all the time because I weighed my dick once on my friend's cocaine scale. He was a cocaine salesman. He had an old mechanical scale. And I said to him, can I put my dick on there? He said, yeah, he was he was cutting his coke. He was putting common cleanser. He was putting flour in there, bone ME and all kinds of other shit in the coke, because that's what he did. They, most of the people he sold cocaine to were mostly not getting cocaine. I don't know what they had and they If he had three grams of coke, they got mostly bone ME and some fucking, some baking flour, some highly shifted flour, and other shit like that. I said to him, can I weigh my dick on your scale? He said, yeah. Now, his sister was there. And she liked that idea. She knew that I was going to pull my dick out. His sister was pretty good looking at that time. I don't know what she is now. Uh, Now maybe she looks like she took fucking five, ten rounds from Jake LaMotta, fucking Tyson. I don't really know. That's what happens to women. Necks get fucking gigantic. Their head is the same width of their neck. That's what your bitch is going to turn into. That's what every bitch in the United States turns into because all they do is consume and want and consume and want, and their neck gets bigger and matches the width of their head because the fucking head wants all this shit, this entitlement, what they think they deserve. So the neck has to accommodate that head looking all the fuck all over the place for something free, bags of money, cocaine, free trips, and that neck has to get wider and wider support demands this bitch has on his overall body. So the friend of mine, I put my dick on his cocaine scale. His sister saw that, and he said to me, I tell you this all the time, he said, you can weigh your dick on my cocaine scale. It was an old mechanical scale. But I'm going to have to lick your balls. And the sister said she's going to have to lick my balls, too, to get off any residual cocaine and bone amy and flour whatever else is on there, dandruff and shit like that. I'm going to have to lick your balls. And so is my sister. He said, please understand that I'm not doing some gay act. It's just a done I don't want to waste the fucking cocaine. And my sister can snort your balls, too, and she can lick your balls. It was a really enjoyable time. As long as you close your eyes, you really don't know who's licking and sucking your balls. It's okay then. And I remember it was 15.5 pounds. He used to sell coke. I'm getting off the track here. He used to sell cocaine on his shoulder blades because he could walk into any business, anywhere, anytime. (laughs) Excuse me. And he could come in and... Excuse me. He has all the coke on his shoulder blades, and he would walk into the business or the home, just shitloads of cocaine, as though he had dandruff, and he'd come in with his kids, too. And then he would issue every one of his customers this small mini fucking vacuum that had two AAA batteries, and then they vacuumed up the coke off his shoulders, off his kid's shoulders. They were mules, too. And then they'd have the cocaine. Nobody knew it. They just thought this guy was fucked up, an ill-kept person, a lousy... Person that didn't bathe, all kinds of dandruff. His two kids there. He's been overwhelmed by some bitch. She's split, and he's got two kids. They got dandruff too, and they vacuum their fucking shoulder blades up too. I think the one kid today owns a distribution center, a, a marijuana sales place in Utica, Michigan. There's a you can buy marijuana in Utica, Michigan. It's a legal place, and I think she works there. And she's pretty good looking. I've seen her standing outside in the line as you're in the line to get your dope. When I, years ago, and I saw her there, and she was really good-looking, and they know what they're doing. They hire good-looking chicks at these marijuana dispensaries, these retail outlets, because it's dope, and being high, and sexuality, and pussy, and dick, and balls, and cum. It all is the same package. It's all part of it. Like Christmas time, presents, and fucking ribbons, and boxes, they're all part of it. They're all part of the whole presentation of what it is, so... As I got to the mailbox, we're talking and shit, and this is going on, and I already realize that I'm going to take my 15.5 pounds, and we're going to go to the woods. But it doesn't happen. I don't go to the fucking woods with her. I don't go to the field to the left with the mail lady because she starts touching my face and starts touching my hair. Now I know she's experienced, and of course she is. She's like fucking 37, 36 years old. She's had nonstop dicks since she was fucking 16 years old or even earlier. She's fucked everything in the house, every kitchen fucking tool, kitchen utensil. She's fucked everything in the basement when her parents were gone. She's fucked a chair, arms, and an armrest of a fucking couch. She's fucked it all since she was that young. She knows what she's doing. She starts to touch me. She knows that's going to make something happen in me. Once they start to touch you or try to make contact with you, it means they want your dick, fuck stick. That's just, that's just like fucking rule number one. When she touches my face, we just start going, like, losing our ability to think consciously. I'm trying to put this nice because I know that I got all kinds of people. I have students write me and shit from schools and other places. It sounds like a joke, but they really do, and I have to be careful on how I sometimes say things. I don't want them to think, you know, that somehow I'm not 100%, which I certainly am 100%. So... She touches my face. I touch her face. I start massaging her tits. Now her bra is soaking wet when I start massaging her tits. And I like to do this and it's not a joke. She had a button shirt on. I just ripped the fucking thing in half. I just ripped it like some like Lou on the credible Hulk. I just took the front of her shirt and I ripped it. And when I pulled it so fucking hard, some of the buttons hit me in the neck and the chin and the face. And it felt like when I was in Vietnam and shrapnel hit me and would still be flying two, three hundred feet from where it exploded, and it was just running on a gas now, and it, you just feel this little tingle as it hits. It reminded me of that. When I got reminded of when I was in Vietnam, I went fucking nuts. I just tore her shirt off and start massaging her tits, and her bra was soaking wet, and it would be. Fucking 90 degrees, and she's in an unair conditioned fucking shitty-ass car doing this mundane job. I just massage the fuck out of those tits. Now, she gets under the cars, I'm massaging her mail truck, and she's standing by the mailbox, and as usual, I'll use anything in the area. I open the mailbox door, I stick her, her jug in there, this big fucking melon, and I stick the melon in the door, and I start slamming the door on her melon. And she likes it as I'm slamming the door in her melon. I'm massaging the other tits. Then I stop massaging the other tit and two of my, three of my fingers are in her mouth and she's sucking on my fingers as I'm slamming her tits in the mailbox. This is not a lie. Now her orange or yellow light is flashing. And I'm thinking, look at that yellow light. That means caution. Well, fucking A man. It is caution, but we've thrown caution into the wind. We're now into the red light. We've gone way past the yellow flashing light on our fucking mail truck, and we've just gone past that. There's hardly anybody that goes by, and at that point, I don't fucking care. As I'm slamming the mailbox door on our tits, she starts making these little owls. And I say, is it too hard? She says, no, something's biting me. Well, that's the wasp nest that has been developed, that has been manufactured, has been installed inside my fucking mailbox by wasps. Because the doors frequently open on a mailbox. And those little stings biting through her bra are on top of her tits. Honest to God, she seems to like it. She seems to enjoy it. And I think... Fucking A, this is something new. Maybe I could come up with an invention that goes over tits that's filled with four wasps. There are these things with wings and they can sting you. And I could do that, make an invention like that, like my fucking pussy plunger that women love so goddamn much. It's when I plunge out their fucking cunt with a toilet plunger, except it's not a toilet plunger. It's a modified toilet plunger, like one with special rubber, special handle, special length of handle, so you can plunge out a chick's cunt when she's on her back. Comes with a strap; you can strap her down onto the floor, and it's really a cool system. They spread their legs, their knees are hitting their fucking ears, and you just take that toilet plunger and just fucking plunge it out. you just plunge it the fuck out, and they come again and again and again. I use that tool all the time. Sometimes you can prolapse their cunt, like fucking a foot of their cunt will come out the hole, and you're looking at the lining of their cunt, and you see things in a whole different light. You say to yourself this. Fucking A, man. She's not a nonstop fuckable fuck machine that fucks to the time fucks till she's 90 years old. She is fragile. She does have parts in her. I mean, I just pulled her cunt out with my fucking pussy plunger and there. It's laying there, and she still wants more. I had one chick to do that, and she said, just tuck it back in with a handle of your pussy plunger, and I did that. So, wasp wasper's stinging her tits. I'm slamming her tit in a fucking mailbox door again and again, and before I know what's going on, I don't know what possessed me to do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Slightly a sore throat. I fucking just did a shitload of weed today in a boat early this morning. And I've, it does kind of do something to your voice. It kind of, kind of rapes it, kind of fucking, kind of streps it or whatever you want to say, makes it a horse, whatever particular word you want. So I, I don't know what happened here and I'm not really proud of it. Not a hundred percent. I'm not proud of what I'm going to tell you now. My mailbox has been loose for fucking years. And the mailbox is supported by a 4 by 4 It was once a 4 by 4 pressure-treated piece of wood, piece of lumber. But the fucking 4 by 4 is so old that if there's any pressure-treat chemical in it at all, it's long gone. Because now it just looks like an old, rotted piece of timber. Some fucking tree branch you'd find in the woods. That's what this stand on the mailbox looks like. It's just gone. Any... any, any way of preserving it. Or, it's just gone. It's just now an old rotting 4x4. I pulled the 4x4 connected to the mailbox out of the ground. She. I don't even have to say nothing to the mail lady. This is one of the greatest fucks I've, I've ever had, one of the greatest interludes one of the sexiest moments I ever had. Don't tell me about fucking bathtubs and fucking candles. That's what bitches like because they like to submerge their torso into the water. And I'll tell you why. And it's like those candles. They put their torso into a tub of hot water because for the same reason that people go number two, on top of a toilet, they're seating, seated on a toilet on top of the loo, they're going to the bathroom And then when that fecal matter comes out, it goes into the water, and it's submerged in water, and you can't really smell it. It makes it a better ordeal all the way around. The turd goes in the water, there's no not a lot of stink, and it's for the same reason it's flushed. A woman puts her torso in a bathtub because you can't smell it then coming from her snatch. She submerged this the source of the stink in the tub. And then for extra protection, extra benefit, your benefit, she'll light a fucking hundred candles in that bathroom like it's supposed to be romantic. I was once with a woman. She had 40, 50 candles up, and I told her, I can't breathe, motherfucker. Look at the smoke billowing billowing on top the ceiling. Looks like a fucking backdraft that the firemen have to deal with in in a real fire. Look at the smoke billowing up there. I can't breathe. This isn't romantic at all. Either she was on her rag or she was really dripping. The cunt was crying tears of wanton desire into her fucking panties. I can't really tell. I know it's probably that. Like I said, everything a woman does is sort of a ruse, a ruse, a ruse. This is like that. The stink of it. So they'll put their cunt in the fucking bathtub. They'll light the candles and cut the stink. That's what a woman's good at. And I, I this is not like that at all. I'm not. I'm not with a bathtub. I'm not in that situation, the manufactured situation that a woman will try to put you in of her fucking design because it fits in her idea of romance. I don't want that. I don't want some manufactured fucking hand-me-down from some bitch. Remember, for that woman to get here, she taught, you're talking thousands of generations of her family that had to survive and to get her to this point in 2023, they had to survive. They're here. They're fighters. This bitch has used every trick, every con in the world, every hand-me-down thing from all her family members, and there it is, and you're being presented with it. You're being fooled with it. You're going to be overwhelmed by it and tricked. I know all that shit. I know that what you're looking at is thousands of fucking generations of families of her family that got her here, and they didn't die, and she ain't gonna die. But you are gonna die, motherfucker, at her hand, either financially or mentally. Just don't you don't know when. So I'm I just can't believe I'm in this situation, and I'm loving it. It fits into the Norm Augustina's fucking ideal. I she perfect. She jumped comes out of the thing. She was back in the in the mail truck. I don't know what to do. What shut something off? Got back out of the mail truck. Her tit came out of the fucking uh, the mailbox door, and she's standing there. I move her to the right. I thought for a second of going to the woods, but I didn't. I thought of going to the field too. I move her to the right. And when I do, she's standing there, and I mean, she looks like a fucking hungry vampire. When you really have a woman revved up, her eyes will dilate, and it'll look like her whole fucking eye is black, like there's no pupil there. It'll just dilate black because it wants dick. It wants jism. It wants that dick. It wants that jism at any cost, and she wants it from you now. So when I pull that mailbox out of the ground, we have this unwritten understanding immediately. She fucking drops her fucking mail shorts. They're US, United States Postal Service mail shorts. She drops her mail shorts. They even got the logo on it to the ground. They're khaki colored. She leaves her shoes on, drops her panties, and that lays on the ground, and I take the mailbox. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I don't know the legality of this. She takes her shorts off, her, her shorts and her panties, and she lays on the ground next to where the mailbox was in the ground. Remember, I was playing with her tits. Her tits were getting stung by wasps. She was sucking on my fingers. I was playing with her other fucking tit. It was really incredible. I mean, this girl had goosebumps or goose pimples, whatever you want to call them. They were coming out of her skin. It was, in, it was incredible. Quarter of an inch, maybe more than a quarter of an inch. Not a half an inch, but a quarter of an inch, three, I'm not really sure, three-eighths, something like that. She lays on the ground when she sees me pull the mailbox out. She knows what I'm going to do. Now, you know, on the top of a mailbox, it's rounded. It's not a 360 circle. A mailbox is a 180. It has a 180-degree rounded roof on the mailbox. You know you got a mailbox yourself that you get all your fucking threatening letters from your creditors that you probably haven't paid. She lays down on the ground. I take the 4x4, four four and I put the rounded edge of the mailbox, the top of the mailbox, and I start rocking it in and out between her cunt. I mean, rocking it. You've never heard nothing like it. As I'm rocking this mailbox back and forth on top of her cunt lips, on top of her vagina, she's pulled her legs back to her fucking, her knees are almost hitting her ears, honest. She spreads her legs, and I'm rocking the top of the mailbox, holding on to the 4x4, four four, and using the mailbox itself as a sexual tool of some kind of, sexual fucking instrument, something you can buy online that bitches like to buy whether their the boyfriend or whatever's at work 10, 12 hours a day working, and she's in there beating off and coming all day long, every day, every day, day in and day out. I just start rocking the mailbox, the unit itself, and the door is flapping as I'm rocking it back and forth. Now, here's something that really was odd that I've never had happen, but you can live it through me Because it might not never happen to you. Because you don't have the balls to do this. I do. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't care what happens. So, as I'm rocking it, i got to move closer to the microphone so you can get this. As I'm actually lowering my voice in case anybody's nearby. I do have people that try to snoop on me. I've got surveillance cameras and fucking game cameras mounted to trees. I don't know why I'm lowering my voice. That's stupid. So, I'm... I'm rocking it back and forth on top of her cunt. Now, her cunt is making noise. It's making noise like, say, your belly when you're really hungry. You're fucking starving. It's really grinding. Your stomach acids are eating the lining of your stomach wall. you got all kinds of grinding in there. I'm hearing the same kind of grinding, and it's being amplified by the mailbox because it's this big catacomb. It's this big sheet metal box. And I've got the, the, the box pushed against her cunt lips and I'm rocking it back and forth. And her cunt is making these bizarre and exciting sounds. And they're being amplified inside the mailbox where I get my fucking US mail. They're being amplified in there as I move the fucking box back and forth. I mean, that was exciting. That was fucking really exciting. I could hear her cunt. It's wanton desire. It's. Clutching out, reaching out. Remember, a cunt doesn't have any way to reach out. It has to manipulate her arms. It has to manipulate the bitch's legs. It has to manipulate her mind, which is very easy for the cunt. That's why there's three thousand abortions a day. And I'm moving it back and forth. Look at me move it back and forth. Look at the amplification. You should have heard what I was hearing. And I was just, I was hearing it. It wasn't a moan out of her mouth. It was a moan coming from her cunt, and I didn't know cunts did that. Now I know that cunts make sound. They make clicking sounds in like a a, like a moaning sound. I can't quite describe it. As they want the dick, as they think they're gonna get the dick soon. It's making this clicking wanting, moaning, kind of a hum sound out of the cunt, and it's calling the dick. Now is there a is it possible that the cunt? has a communication with the dick, that the dick and the cunt can talk and speak to one another? Once you're at that point and they can manipulate, con you, and, and you have no more defenses anymore and you just fuck your brains out. Is that what's going on? Is the cunt talking to the dick and the dick talking to the cunt were in their close proximity? Because I heard it. I heard her cunt being amplified, being echoed inside the mailbox that I just pulled out of the ground. I, I fucking am hearing it. That was exciting, man. That was really exciting. I've never heard anything like that. I have probably never will hear anything like that. But you can bet that I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to make something about that. Maybe I'm going to come up with panties that have some kind of pickup unit, some kind of receiver, some kind of highly powerful listening device. And you can buy the other thing, the receiver, and whenever you're near a woman, you can hear that cunt. You can hear the sounds, the Morse code sent out by the cunt that's looking for dick, and you don't have to work at all. Maybe I could come up with something like that. Now, I know it works. I know what's going on because I lived it. Now, I kept rubbing this thing back and forth in her cunt and then sliding it up and down. The actual top of the mailbox Her legs were pulled back. She was writhing in pleasure like I've never seen a woman writhe in pleasure ever, ever, ever like she was. And it was with a mailbox. It's See, the pussy will take anything. You could be walking in the woods and find a fucking little mini stump. You could fuck her with that, couldn't you? You could be walking somewhere and you find a pie plate made out of shit, fucking Reynolds wrapper or aluminum foil. You could fuck her with that. Just ball it up, make it something, put it around something around. You could fuck her with that. The cunt isn't choosing. choosy. It just wants something down there to fulfill her, to give her serotonin hits or whatever else she's getting. Fucking serotonin hits or fucking something, whatever dries up in there. The chemical dries up. But after a while and after I was doing this, I pulled my dick up. It was gigantic. One of the biggest gigantic rods I've ever had. I mean, I pop rods and I fuck all the time. That's true. You know what they say. They say this. People who talk about it don't get it. People who don't talk about it get it all the time. That's a complete fucking lie. Never fall for that bullshit. I don't know who made that up, but that's not me. I get more fucking... I have literally gotten more pussy than anybody I've ever met. Now, what do I have to show for it? Do I have fucking trophies? Do I have certificates of appreciation? Am I being applauded and awarded in my community, in my society, in my group of circles? No, not really. They don't want to, they follow the path, the the proven path, the path that they, uh, that works and pays bills. Our correspondent does not do that. So I pull my dick out. When I pull my dick out, I just drop the mailbox to the right, and it makes this big clunking sound. It's incredible. This is clunking sound. Wasps are coming out. It's all exciting, all alive. There's everything alive around me. I mean, she's on the ground. There's all kinds of insects down there, all kinds of bacteria, living organisms in the dirt, in the water, on the leaves. The mailbox has got the wasps in it. molecules in the mailbox even though they don't look like it they're moving too but very slowly and gives the appearance of being sheet metal and here I come I'm really fucking vibrating I'm really moving I go straight down stick my cock in now I've always liked this when a woman does this I like it when a woman grabs your fucking beaver buster and she grabs it and she clutches onto it and then she jams it near a hole it just shows you the eagerness that she has. She doesn't care what the fucking repercussions is. It's now fucking dick time. It's well, do they say hammer time? It's time for that dick. And that's what we started doing. I just started fucking like non stop. It was a wild thing that I've never would have believed while her car's fucking running her mail truck, and then occasionally I hear some kind of sound out of the truck, I think it's a communication with the United States Postal Service. And she's just getting hers, like everybody else in this fucking country. She's getting hers. The mail's going to get there eventually. And I'm getting pussy, and she's getting dick right there at my mailbox, which I never thought could ever happen. Now, waking up, you know, as most usual most women, you can't fuck them enough. They're still wet for three more hours, at least the chicks I am in with. I'm not with dried-out skags like you are. I'm with fucking women who could fucking be wet for hours upon hours upon hours. I once dated a chick. This is not a fucking lie. And she was so wet down there that I saw her pants one day when she was with me. And I saw that the cum, the jism, vaginal fluids, the pre-mix for the dick, had leaked out of her cunt and down her jeans. And one was like halfway to her knee. And the other one was past her knee somewhere around her, her calf area. That was jism leaking out of her cunt because she was with Norm Augustinus. She knew that anything was possible. She knew she was going to get fucked every which way, which is what they dream of. They don't dream of living the life that you're giving them, and who would? She doesn't want to fucking polish a snap-on fucking ratchet. She doesn't want to fucking look at your goddamn snowblower. She doesn't give a flying fuck about the doghouse that you put a new roof on. She doesn't care about your new HDTV antenna you put on your fucking big screen TV so you can get local broadcast to a Sven Gulli. She doesn't care about anything of shit like that. Woman is 99% cunt hole. And they want something in that cunt. And that something is your dick. Honest to God. That's what they want. When I got back up, I was fucking practically limping. I was weak. I once pulled a sciatica nerve. It runs down your leg through your spine. I pulled this nerve once when I... When I was mowing the lawn, I had to pull this fucking rope, the goddamn thing you had to pull the rope a million times to start this lawnmower. It wasn't for me, it was for another woman, a a bitch. I knew that if I cut her lawn, she'd suck my cock and who knows what else, maybe make me something to eat. And I kept pulling this goddamn rope on this lawnmower, and I pulled something into my back. Now, when I pulled it, it was the most painful thing I've ever had. I literally had to crawl into the fucking house on my side. I'm crawling into the house. I got to her door. I'm knocking on the door. And that was a bad sign for her because now she knew she wasn't going to get the dick. But, you know, even though I couldn't walk, you pull this nerve. This They call it a sciatica. Even though I pulled this thing, you know that laying on my back on her kitchen floor trying to find relief and comfort, she sucked my cock and licked my balls. And then she flipped me over and she gave me a fucking rim job. So that's the reward I got for pulling a sciatica nerve or going to cut her lawn, even though I couldn't didn't pay her in with regards to the lawn, meaning I didn't cut it, and I didn't get to reward in any way that way of cutting the lawn, I still got a rim job, and she sucked my cock off, and that was pretty damn in her kitchen floor. Someday you're going to be in a fucking ground, imbecile, and what are they going to say? He lived, he died, there's your stone, and you'll get a cheap stone, because your bitch is going to outlive you, and she's not going to buy shit for you, especially some expensive fucking headstone. You can forget that. You're liable to get a round cement monument with a number on it, 16. That's you. Oh, yeah, that was, look at that. There he is. There's Bill Jones. Look at him. He's fucking dead there. His wife spent a whole dollar ninety nine for him. So when I was done fucking, I had trouble getting up. It might have been residual shit from the sciatica nerve, but I really pumped deep. When I say deep, this is no exaggeration. When I hit her cervix, that's a thing inside a woman's cunt. It looks like a dickhead. It's the strangest thing. It looks like your dickhead in her cunt. It's got a little hole in it. That hole opens up. The kid comes out of there. But your cum goes through the cervix into her ovaries. When I hit her dickhead with this big dick of mine, I mean a big dick. I think I've thought of writing a book called that. This big dick of mine. When I hit her dickhead, I mean her clit, her little dickhead inside of herself, her cervix, not her clit. When I hit that, she made this fucking moan. So I was rewarded in two ways. I heard the cunt making its own inventive moan in the best way it could through the amplification of the mailbox rocking back and forth on her pussy. And I heard her fucking make a moan, verbalize it, actually materialize it in her throat using her voice box. Man, it was fucking incredible. It was a knockout. Absolute fucking blew me away. This is the mail lady. And I'm thinking, holy shit. Some bitch like this is trapped in a mail truck every day, eight hours a day going box to box. Look at the fucking what look what she has to offer, look what she is. She was that good. When I got back up I took the mailbox again, and I start rocking it in her cunt because she was still wet. She was dripping. Her cunt was really just crying tears of vaginal juices. Cunts do cry. That's a liquid that comes out. They're crying and they stop crying. Once they take the dick and the dick is, they're satiated by the dick. They start fucking crying and then they stop crying. They're satiated. If the chick's pussy's still wet, she's not satiated. It's not done crying. It needs more and more and more. When I got back up, I took the mailbox again and I start rocking it on her cunt. And you know that a couple cars went by then. One person waved. I heard a horn beep. And another person slowed down. I think they thought I had bludgeoned her to death or we got in an, uh, some kind of fist fight or I had killed her. They slowed down to see what we were doing. We were doing was fucking. When I put the mailbox back on her cunt, the actual mailbox, and I'm holding onto the four by four, she came. Now, when she came with the mailbox after my load of cum was in her, I don't know how much was in it. It was, it was a ghastly amount of cum. Just coming out of her cunt, leaking out of her cunt, like a fucking maple tree that was screwed up, and all the maple was coming out, he had given up. He couldn't go on any fucking more, like so many people feel, maybe you felt like that. He had literally given the fuck up, and all his maple was coming out one hole in that tree, a lifetime of maple coming out. That's what her cunt was like. And when she came, the amplification of her orgasm, the the cunt itself, it made this big that's the best i could do to imitate it that's the sound her cunt made when she came her vaginal lips flat against the fucking mailbox now you know vaginal lips are huge they try to grip on the shit to create a seal so the cunt doesn't know that's not a dick that her vaginal lips were like stretched out as far as they could go and gripping on to the top of the mailbox, clinging on to it, making a perfect seal, holding on until the cunt had come. But I heard that It was absolutely mind blowing what it had taken place there, and I mean, literally, this is not a fucking story, a stage play, some fucking show. It's nothing like that uh, in any way. This is a shit that happens to me because of. The mindset I have, the possibility mindset that I have. Now, when she stood up, I helped her pull her panties on. When I was pulling her panties on, this is a, I'm going to tell you something now. I'm, I'm literally begging you not to pop a rod. If you start popping rods during this show, this turn it into some fruity fucking dis, dis thing. This ain't for fruits. This is not any way shape or form for that please do not pop a rod when I started to slide her panties up her U.S. Postal Service official fucking uh given panties they give them panties they give them shorts they give them pants they give them a coat the whole uniform even the bras covered because it's of what they do the constant movement the situations they're in they get this whole thing they're issued these items when I pulled up her issued panties her United States Postal Service issued panties it was literally raining from her cunt. Have you ever seen a motion picture where they have fake raining things? There's all kinds of pipes above the actors and a sprinkling heads and they're pretending it's raining there. Or you've held the maybe you've been in a fucking shower or you're a bitch and you've got your shower wand in your hand and you're getting yourself off with a water sprayer and you're coming again and again. This is how it leaked out of her pussy as I pulled up her panties and the juices were hitting the cotton-ventilated panel of her fucking Postal Service-issued panties. And they were hitting that and bouncing off like a fucking trampoline and just going off the thing, looking like a mini fountain between her legs. I even had her stop. I said, can, we, can I stop a minute and watch this? It was hitting her cotton-ventilated panel, bouncing off like a fountain, and then hitting the ground, fertilizing the ground. Wherever those juices landed there, that moment, You know shit was going to grow in there. You know mushrooms were going to come out of there. You know insects were going to go there, bacteria, whatever lives in there. All kinds of shit was living in there, and we're going to eat that juice up because that cunt juice is the fucking the, the glue, the goop of mankind, isn't it? Bouncing out of her panties, and I watched it, and I saw that. It's like when I tell you the things in people's minds, what they've seen in their life. I've seen this. I can never tell anybody this. When I'm in a state institution, I've got no money, and I'm in there getting beat up by an African-American woman that weighs 260, and she's got rubber gloves on both hands, and she's pulling my shit out and slapping me with her other hand, I still have that memory. I could never tell her that memory. She'd never understand a goddamn thing of it. But, of course, you do understand that memory because you and I have this fucking relationship. I just stood there, man. I stood there and watched this in awe. And you know, her legs were quivering. The post office lady's legs were quivering. She deserved this. She earned this moment in her fucking timeline. This connection, this meetup with Norm Augustinus. That's me. She deserved it. This was a reward. This is what she got via, what did they say, Visa V or whatever, how small it was. It was a small reward. What it was an exceptional small reward, an unexpected reward that came from nowhere, and now she was basking in it, and holding on to her thighs and feeling her vibration. It feels good to get near the fuckhole, the baby-maker machine. There's a reward involved in there if it's done right. When I finally pulled her panties up, it was overflowing outside the sides of her panty, where the cotton-ventilated panel is, It was overflowing out of that and dripping down her thighs, her vaginal juices. It was still wet. It was still dripping. She wanted more, probably. The cunt wanted more. She'd been hemmed in. She'd been locked in, sewn into this contract inside this four wheeled box, driving to one fucking simp after another, one imbecile after another, delivering one bill, one restraining order, one fucking US marshal order, one court order after another, all that negativism. And there we were. One of the she wasn't the best looking woman. But one of the most interesting fucking times, the interesting moments I've ever had in my life. You know, she was still shaking as I tried to fit the four by four, the pressure treated wood that was no longer pressure treated. She was still trembling. She was still vibrating, standing there like a little, like a cat out in the rain as I was pushing the mailbox back into the hole that I had pulled it out of, that I had extracted it out of. She was still quivering and shaking. Her bra was kind of messed up. I could see where the wasps had stung her on her tits. Her bra was messed up. Her shirt was annihilated. I mean, every fucking button was torn off and hit me like I said earlier, like frickin sh- like shrapnel when someone steps on a fucking Claymore mine. It was like that. You get something distant. You're 200 feet away and you get these little tings hitting you of metal. It was like that, the same thing she had. These big goddamn memories, these giant fucking globes, throbbing and bouncing and sweating as I'm sitting there working. And believe me, that's what sex is. You're working. When you're really working and you can say you've worked, you've really accomplished something. You're working and something happened. There was an equals. You work for a paycheck, that's the equals. Here you've got to work for equals there. I was weak myself. I had never gone so deep. I went so deep on the mail carrier's cunt that I thought I could have hurt her. I never think that. They're indestructible. They lived in 90 years old. They fucked till they're 90 years old. They're the last one to melt in the cemetery. Way fucking before you're gone, you're melted and turned to just bones. They're the last people to melt there. They're that goddamn arrogant. That fucking ornery. <clears throat> I'm pushing the pole back into the goddamn hole. She's still quivering there. I get the hole fitted back into the pipe, the 4 by 4 back into the hole in the ground. I get it in there. It's kind of crooked. Excuse me. And I go back to her to help her put on her United States Postal Service mail carrier issued shorts. They're like a khaki, khaki, khaki colored, a little cuff on them. And we start with one leg. And as she's putting the one leg in, she puts her hand on my shoulder to steady herself, and I thought, that is sweet, and in some way I sort of felt bad. I thought, wow, you know, she's been putting perfume on my letters. Was she much deeper than this? Was she much more valuable than this? Was this a takedown, or did she like this, that I approached this the right way? She's steadying herself as I'm pulling her pant, her shorts on, her khakis on. One leg goes into the short. Then the other leg goes into the short. She shifts her hands and puts her other hand on my shoulder. And we slowly bring them up her fucking U.S. mail carrier legs. She still has faith. She still has hope. I could see that. She still looks forward to some type of tomorrow because her legs were beautifully manicured. There wasn't a hair on them. She's still shaving. She's still finding fucking reason. It was incredible. We had to find her watch. Her watch had come off. And unfortunately, the watch, one of the pins broke from all the fucking, from all the stuff. We found that. We couldn't find the pin. You know that when I looked in the top of the mailbox, the top of it. Now, this mailbox is rusted. This is just, they call this a aside. When I looked at the top of the mailbox where I had been rubbing her cunt, using the box, the mailbox, is like a sexual fucking aid a sexual tool, an accoutrement, like a dildo or anything like that. When I looked on the top of the mailbox, the sheet metal mailbox, it's galvanized but rusting. When I looked on the top of it, all the rust that was there was gone. There was no fucking rust on top of the mailbox. The vaginal juices inside the United States Postal Carrier's cunt had worked like a rust remover, something in a factory or something like that, some salve, some chemical some potion, and worked like a salve, like a rust remover. It was gone. It was beautiful. And I could see the outline of her cunt. It was like a butterfly wings. The outline of her cunt, where where the most outstretched part of her cunt lips were, it had stretched across the top of the mailbox, and I could see those. It was like wings that had been permanently engraved in the top of my mailbox. Her cunt wings, as it held onto that mailbox, and was taking this journey, hold held on to it, with the most optimism it could have, this cunt area. Maybe it was going to get cum, maybe it wasn't, maybe there was a kid, and st- who knows? But the optimism of these cunt lips like a loving octopus, it was, it, it was deeply moving to me when I saw the rust off. And I helped her into the mail car, car, car. People had gone by, and people thought she fell or something. But we had really banged one another the fuck out. I went so goddamn deep, I felt wasps on my ass. They were into this shit. I was so deep. My pole is massive. I mean, it, it had to have been past the ovaries. If it wasn't, it must have been through the cervix. That's what a baby comes through. Opens up like a fucking giant hole, man. It's really spooky. I must have been through the cervix, and I think that the ovaries were holding on were... We're combing, we're petting, we're caressing your correspondence, cockhead. Man, you Now I wanted to talk about something else here. I had another agenda for us, and I had another place of thing I wanted to tell you about. I got carried away on this. I started to pop a rod myself right here. I got carried away, and I didn't feel like it could pull out. It was much like what had happened at the mailbox. It was really wonderful. Now, what do we do next? I expect she's going to come to the door now. We've broken down the walls. We've had intimate contact. We've had intimacy. And, of course, she's going to want more. They always want more. If you'd have seen her quivering thighs, there was no acting there. That's the part I liked. There was no performance. There was no Kim Kardashian ironed hair. There was no black around her eyes. Looked like a corpse. Black makeup. Pardon me. This was a real fucking female. It was wonderful. You've been listening to the one and only... My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We made it to Big Clock in cyberspace it's dark out there in cyberspace it's scary out there in cyberspace you're out there in cyberspace you're frozen with fear you don't know what to do you're looking up you're looking down you're looking to the right you're looking to the left it's windy out you don't know what to do you're frozen Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background, and you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder, eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place. In the first place, it's a tower. 100, 150 feet tall, brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent, orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it! It's forming a small mini-lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet, getting out the last drops of highly absorbent, orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year... Maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that the friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best looking bitch you've ever seen. Or another friend of yours has the best looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel as good anytime you want to. Anytime you're in duress. Anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording? The most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus, at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Nora, I have come up with a unique invention. I am hoping you'd like to invest. Let me explain. Many men are startled by the powerful stench of a woman's vagina. A man's horrifying initial first contact with a smelly, oozing snatch may turn a man away from close contact with the vagina for the rest of a man's life. This isn't good. Women demand that men eat out and finger their snatch and not be bothered by the deadly odor. Our society depends on this one constant in order to hold families together in America. Nora, I am working with a sardine company in Maine. They are going to manufacture a sardine can that has two pull tabs at the end of the sardine can to introduce a man to the intense stench of a cunt. All a man has to do is buy one of my special sardine cans at the supermarket. When the man is ready, he will remove the pull tabs at the end of the sardine can, which will expose two three-quarter inch holes. The man can then insert his index finger and middle finger into these holes. The man's fingers are soaking in dead sardines and the juices of sardines, which mimic the powerful stench of vaginal juices perfectly. When the man extracts his fingers from the sardine can, he can then smell his fingers at his own pace, and he will gradually build up his tolerance to the odor of pussy that he will one day have to face. After the man has repeated this process for 30 days, he will then be able to finger and eat pussy successfully. Nora, can you loan me $750,000 to get this sure thing off the ground? This is going to be huge, especially during this upcoming holiday season. My plan is that someday every man on the planet will crave pussy and want to finger, eat, and smell it 24-7. Please get back to me ASAP. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at Irma's Frozen Custard in Utica. I didn't know she worked there. She told me to come through the employee door. When I came through the employee entrance, your big-titted little sister was naked and she was standing on her head below the custard machine and the nozzle of the custard machine was in her pussy. I pulled the handle and I filled her cunt with Irma's custard and then I spooned the custard out of her cunt and I ate it using a long red plastic spoon. While your big-titted little sister was standing on her head, I rotated her body toward me and I banged her out with my huge, throbbing, perspiring schlong and I filled her cunt with four liters of my bubbling ball blow. When I was done rototilling your big-titted little sister's fuckhole, I dragged her to the banana split counter and I flipped her over and I stabbed my gash hammer into her tight stink star. Our party came to a conclusion when your big-titted little sister blew me between the ice cream cone rack and the big tray of sprinkles Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting Irma's Frozen Custard Although Irma died in 1963, we are currently selling 8x10 photographs of Irma getting gangbanged by a gaggle of Mexicans on this very site When the Irma's Frozen Custard stand was being built They're only $2.99 apiece Also, please ignore the man and woman who are fucking between the cone machine and the sprinkles. They are in a relationship, and the girl works here. That is all. When you're walking down the halls, and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture! Dick.